0: hello party people and welcome to killer crime and sister time i'm sydney and i already said the podcast name all right (laughs) finally getting back on track we're gonna be posting on sunday again thank god i know to god we're filming on a saturday so like we are prepared prepared well tomorrow's just too busy and mom wants to go do things so what are you guys gonna go do uh she wants to go to ikea so we're on ikea Ikea. i work like four to nine tomorrow oh that sucks yeah and then i have to wake up for cadets at like seven in the morning but whatever (laughs) it's fine i'm fine i know they give kaylin all these amazing morning shifts and then I get all the shitty night ones so I've had to like just because like I don't know I've had to like request all these days off like graduations proms right like, I'm having to request all these days off because I guarantee they'd make me work in the middle of the day like right let me yeah that's fun for you yeah I requested yeah May 8th and then June eleventh, because that's graduation and prom. Oh, gotcha. Also, guys, I bought my prom dress off Amazon. Twelve out of ten would recommend because Did you get it. Yeah, it's like good quality. I mean, it feels good for forty bucks. I'm not complaining. Does it look cute too? I haven't tried it on yet, just because I didn't feel good yesterday. But yeah,
1: yeah, I'm I had a really. I want to
0: see it. I know when I try it on, I'll send you a picture. Okay, perfect. And maybe if mom and I like find ourselves at Washington Square Mall tomorrow, then I might <laughs> look at some shoes. There you go. I need shoes for graduation, so I've been like searching and I cannot find what I want, and I'm getting so annoyed with it. What do you want? Well, okay, so I had this really cute pair of wedges, but it like broke, they like broke, like one of the straps did, so like I couldn't wear them anymore. And they were super cute, they were like brown wood looking wedges but now all they have is those espadrilles and that's not what I want right those kind of though I would say with like I don't know I feel like they're just trying to appeal to the shoppers because right now those aren't really like a trend I know and I'm like that's I don't like them I don't want that (laughs) yeah I know. that's probably why you can't find yours right now like I already have a pair of like the espadrille sandals like not the wedges but just like the platform ones and I'm like, I don't want any more espadrilles. Like, that's all I wanted was those ones. So <laughs> check, I don't know. I don't know, maybe check Target. I have, I've literally checked Target, Macy's, Amazon. The only ones on Amazon that I can find that are even close are like a $110 pair and I'm not spending $110 on wedges. And like, target macy's nordstrom nordstrom rack dsw like i've checked everywhere and nobody has the shoes amazon nobody has the shoes i want stupid yeah i was just gonna tell you to check nordstrom and like dsw yeah nobody has them i'm getting annoyed oh my god do i have a story for you so Okay, I'm ready. Like, I'm so glad we started a crime podcast because so many cool things are going to be happening. So, (laughs) so many cool things are happening because people tell us the crimes now because we run a crime podcast, if that makes sense. Yes. I don't know. It makes sense to me. So, mom, last night, she, we were all sitting at the dinner table and she probably mentioned this to dad earlier, but she's like, uh, like, james dorsey or something like that and she's like gosh she's like why is that guy so familiar like i know that guy and she's just talking about this random guy and i'm like what the fuck is she talking about so i'm like whatever and then i'm like scrolling through facebook and i like see the name again and i just like didn't really think anything of it but um apparently this guy used to work works at lowe's I and mean, he still technically works at lowe's because he just got arrested i think Yeah, I'm pretty sure he got arrested. So mom saw him on Tuesday at Lowe's. And she used to work with him at Lowe's. She was the manager. You know, he was below her. And um, she sees him on Tuesday. Well, on Wednesday, he drove all the way from Washington down to Santa Clarita, California, and killed his estranged wife what the fuck yeah so and then her dying declaration when someone got to her was my husband killed me yes queen you nail him honey oh my god yeah Uh, mom saw him on tuesday and wednesday he drove down there and he murdered her on thursday oh my god pretty sure he got arrested yesterday And mom, yeah, saw him that week. She filed a restraining order on the husband in 2019. So he was obviously abusive, but yeah. I wonder what set him off. Like, what did he see that set him off? Right. Also, I mean, I'm not sure how California's, like, restraining orders works, but, like, Kansas, like, you can't contact them. And, like, we always tell people, like, block them. And don't and like don't answer anything that they send you or anything like that. I feel like California is a little more like liberal, and it might be even stricter. Oh, right. But wow. yeah. So yeah, that's mom's brush of crime for the fucking week. That is so crazy. <laughs> yeah. She was like, uh, she gets home from the market and goes Liberty. Like, remember when I was telling you about that guy? And I was like, Yeah, and she's like, yeah, like he killed his wife. Like, that's where I, he I worked with him at Lowe's. That's why I knew him. And I was like, oh my god. Oh my god, that is so scary. Yeah. Big yikes. Big. I wonder if she ever got creepy vibes from him. We should ask her. Oh yeah, we should ask her. Okay, deal. But yeah, so I just thought that was crazy. Wow, that is crazy. Something happened at the law school, but they threatened us with um, honor code violations if we talked about it. So I'll just tell you um, when we're done recording. Goddamn! What does that mean? (laughs) It's also already in newspapers, so I don't know like what they plan, like what they thought we would talk about more than what the newspapers have legitimately already published because it's literally public record. Because, you know, inmate. Rosters are public record, and you can Google them. But whatever. So that's so weird. Yeah. Maybe this uh, Was this after, before, after papers got published that they threatened you with honor code violation? Never. there was already whole ass papers, like <laughs> two articles published about two articles, including the kid's name, were published by the time that they sent this email to us. The I mean, just comes, I got listened to our podcast. I <laughs> mean, no, but i just don't want to deal with it and also i was like his name has already been released and you're sending us this oddly threatening email like for real also literally anybody could look up the arrest records for the day it happened and it would be there and it would be there like they could narrow it down they could be like oh does this person go to gonzaga does this person go? and like they could figure it out like it's really not that hard exactly so if any of you guys want to know what happened just type in Gonzaga and it spoke was Spokane Washington yeah <laughs> kid arrested at Gonzaga because <laughs> got pulled out of class so it happened on also it happened on campus like he got pulled out of class there's like we have a walking trail through our campus literally anybody could have seen it I don't know what they think they're protecting here but they're wrong but yeah, so if so you guys want to know what happened, we don't explicitly want to talk about it. So you can. Yes. So out. <laughs> I would recommend googling it. It's a good one. I'm very excited. Uh, <laughs> um, and I'll tell you later. <laughs> okay. Uh, what else have you been up to? Nothing. I had two days off. That was nice. My boss asked me to come in yesterday, but I wasn't feeling well, and yeah. Yeah want to tell people I'm not feeling well because then like they'll be like oh COVID, COVID. No. <laughs> no it's just because like my uterus is ripping itself apart. Oh, so. Right. Everyone would mm-hmm. be like coronavirus. Coronavirus yeah and I had such a bad headache it was terrible. That's the worst honestly period headaches are the worst. But dad let, let me to, like proud Yeah. Dad let me rent my favorite movie so it's okay. That's love. Mm-hmm. It is love and didn't make me pay him for it well (laughs) iconic (laughs) Um, have you left anything else um i mean will comes home in like a week i'm so excited because i don't like being away from him we did it for a year and i'm done so you feel me better i'm about to do it for like two or three okay but you know what Hmm. Um, I already did that long part of it. So I thought we were done with that. And the army said no. I said no, bitches. Yeah, I know. The audacity. <laughs> audacity of the white men in the army. The audacity of the caucasity. Okay, can I go first with mine? Because this yeah. is pretty. Go. Okay. Well, oh, we're doing Killer Women, by the way. <clears throat> shit i should probably you where i think so our theme is yeah killer women so i feel like i told sydney i feel like we bash on men a lot so we should you know <laughs> like bring up some bad women but at the same time like i don't regret anything i've ever said about men like, yeah I'm- i told will i was like he goes what's your theme this week and i was like um murderous women liberty said we talk too much shit about men um and then he goes mark the day and i was like yeah it'll be the last time that we talk shit on women so you better yeah <laughs> Like I will like I love women and I do dislike most men. at the same time, like bitches be crazy. So that's yeah, yeah. Um. Okay. So my lady, and I'm gonna butcher this name because it's Italian. Oh. So so, Leonardo, Cianculli, C I A N C I U L L I. So yeah, I apologize. That's very uncultured of me. (laughs) funny story I worked at Macy's and this lady um came up to me and we had to call customer service because she was spending a lot on her card in one day so they locked it just in case so we had to call them to get it unlocked and she told me her name it was beautiful and um I for the fucking life of me could not tell this customer service operator her fucking name she goes do you want me to do it I was like, yeah. I often <laughs> had to do that with customers. I just like, here you go. Here's yeah. the phone. I was like, ma'am, you have a beautiful name, but this is very uncultured of me, and I am so sorry. <laughs> You're like, I, my mouth doesn't want to do that, so. I was like, I tried writing it down, too, and I was like, yeah, no, this isn't fucking working, so. <laughs> beautiful name, though, ma'am, if you ever see this. Um, so, yeah, so, Leonardo Sinculei. She was born in 1914, November 14th. Okay, so her birth and death dates are super close to our birthdays and I think it's really weird. So she was born November 14th of 1893 and she died October 15th of 1970. Oh, that's so weird. I know. It's literally like my birthday than your birthday. For reference, my birthday is October 19th and Sydney's is November 19th. Yeah. So weird as fuck. <laughs> And she was known as the soap maker of Coraggio. Oh, I already don't like that. That sounds ominous as fuck. <laughs> so she lived in Corregio, Coragio, I'm so sorry, Italy in the 1930s. <laughs> and she killed between 1939 and 1940. So oh, she ran a small, like, soap and, like, tea cakes shop or some shit like that. An odd combo, I- Okay yeah and so yeah she did that so I'm gonna start off by her life because it all kind of leads up to this moment so as a young girl she didn't live a good childhood she attempted suicide twice Ooh. yeah um She was married in 1914 and her parents didn't approve and she claimed that her mother cursed her in that time yeah um she had 17 pregnancies during her marriage oh three my. her poor uterus honestly So three of them were miscarriages, and ten died in their youth. Yeah. Holy shit. So she gave birth 14 times. Wow. Yeah. Your your body would be wrecked, especially without, like, modern-day science. Yeah. So she was very superstitious and protective of her kids. So... A little bit of backstory of why she's so superstitious is am one, I mean, she thought her mother cursed her. I don't know why, but right fortune teller told her that all of her kids would die at one point. Oh wow. And another palm reader told her that in one hand she saw prison and then the other hand she saw a criminal asylum. Yeah. So it kind of I mean, that's just what she said. So it kind of foretold the future, honestly. Right. Um so she's super protective of her kids, like, their whole life. So in 1939, it's World War II, her son's about to join the Italian army, but she needed to protect him. So one of the fortune tellers said, you can protect your kids with human sacrifices. Oh, no. And honestly, like, why wouldn't she believe the fortune tellers after she's had 10 children die and three miscarriages? Like, it- everything they're saying is... Accurate so far, exactly. So, her first victim, uh, yeah, Faustina Setti. I don't know, I'm so sorry. She was a spinster, and so apparently, people like women in the town they lived in would like come to her with like advice. And so, she was sort of like a not like a fortune teller, but just like you know, like a woman they all talked to. Like, she was very known in the village, she owned that small shop with her husband, and like she was known as like the woman you go to advice for. So people came to her looking for husbands, jobs, like all this kind of shit. So this lady comes to her to find, help her find a husband. So um, how do you say her name. So Leonardo told her of a man in Pola and convinced her. Um, so she's like, okay, I know this guy in Pola, like you're going to go travel to meet him. Yeah. So she convinced her to write her family letters um, no. tell her whole family oh I'm good I'm just going to go visit this man in Pola and like telling them she's all going to be okay for a little while and yeah saying she was all good so bad vibes bad vibes on <laughs> her leaving day she goes to go visit Leonarda and she was um she drugged her wine and murdered her with an axe and then received like 30,000 liar from her surfaces and like lips. Like she paid her like after she was dead for like her services or whatever. I don't know how much thirty thousand wire is. Right. I'm not look it up right now. <laughs> let's speculate and say it's one million dollars in today's currency. <laughs> wire to U.S. dollars. I'm so curious in this moment. Oh, it's Turkish, so 0. 0.12 United States. So let's just do 2 two, three. But you have to also do in 19, what was it, 29 or 39? Yeah. Oh, Italian liars, even less. So it's not a lot of money. But you also have to say in 1939. First right. Now, that's a lot. Yeah, that's a lot of effort in this. <laughs> so it's just, yeah, in in modern times, 30,000 liar would not be a lot of money. Okay. It'd be like under a thousand US dollars. Cool. Back then, I have no clue what. Right. But yeah, so, but you also have to remember that this was a time when like their inflation, European countries' inflation was crazy because they were trying to print more money. That's true. Yeah, because they were trying to do that, but then it ended up backfiring. So, yeah, because that doesn't actually make more money. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> To me, it should, only because, like, if you think about it, like, our economy and, like, our money is literally, like, a fucking man-made concept. Oh, yeah. It's all made up. So then why the fuck can't we just print more money? If, if we're literally, if we literally created the concept, then why can't we just do what we want with it? <laughs> <laughs> Things don't have cool. to work the way just because we say it's the way. Right. Like, science, different. That's a way. But, like, like gender man-made concept yeah like I just watched also guys I just watched a beautiful documentary on intersex people so I'm just gonna say this now there's more than two biological sexes and anyone who doesn't believe that is stupid because intersex is literally the third gender so you <laughs> so just also, like <laughs> tons of things like tons of things happen all the time where you know the variations create like you know like it naturally happens so so like intersex is literally like a thing and yeah. you can assign these people genders because they don't feel they fit in one or more categories right and that's and it was a beautiful documentary all these people and their terrible experiences because doctors are crazy and so i just want to let you guys know that doctors to play got a lot i think we're getting on a tangent but i just needed to add that <laughs> At the same time, doctors do want to play God. Because literally, okay, listen to this, and then I'll get back to my thing. These doctors would literally tell the parents, like, oh, your child just has a genital deformity. We're going to go fix it. No, they want both. Let's not. Yeah. Or they would tell the parents, here's what happened. We can do one of two things. You can let your child live a normal life and let them decide. Or we can assign them one now raise them as a girl or a boy and see how it goes. Well, and a what lot did you choose of- wrong? Yeah. Well, that happened a lot. A lot of these kids were like, I don't feel like a girl. Like, I'm not a girl. So, it, and then this one scientist was trying to prove that you could assign intersex people a gender at birth. In a better term, or I mean, a, not a better term, I would say another term for it is hermaphrodite, but they didn't use it a lot in the documentary, so I'm assuming they don't like that term. Yeah. I mean, it comes with, like, a dirty, like, sense, I feel like. Like, people use it as, like, an insult. So yeah. I feel like intersex is more appropriate, even though there's nothing wrong with being intersex, by the way. But, yeah, um it was just crazy. Like, they would, uh like, take one of the parts out, or they would, like, because a lot of, uh, sometimes also they would have just, like, it wouldn't even be like it would be like a vagina but they'd have like really big like clits so it was like mini dicks oh that's so fascinating or they'd have like dicks but like no balls oh and there would be like an opening interesting yeah or they'd have like you know boobs and a penis and like stuff like that i just need to know why we were like you know what i'll choose for you like that doesn't even make sense Right. That's just a lot of surgical intervention, a lot of terrible like infections and stuff like that. So yeah. Just remember that you know doctors can be on. Yeah. Okay. Beautiful documentary. That was such a wild tangent on how we landed there, but but we made it. So second victim. Francesca Sowie was her second victim. Um Leonardo found her a job, and then on her leaving day, she drugged and murdered her with an axe. She drugged her wine, murdered her with an axe. It's the same exact MO for all three victims, so yeah. I don't know why she chooses such an aggressive form of murder. Yeah, for real. Well, she also wrote, she convinced her to write postcards to her family, and then when she died, um, Leonardo was given 3,000 liars from her. So yeah. Third victim, Virginia can't pronounce that last name um she found her a job convinced her to tell no one where she was going and then drugged and murdered her and she literally not convinced me not to tell people where i was going yeah so she made fifty thousand liar from that one so this is where it gets a little crazy so So the insurance money that she's making i'm confused no, it's like they were paying her to, like, they paid, like, the first one, paid her to find a husband, paid her to find a job. Got it. Services. Right. So, yeah. Um, Where is the part? I'm trying to find... They She, like, dissolved the bodies in, like, caustic soda or something like that. Something along those lines. So... I was like, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> it was a chemical and it started with a C and it ended with soda. So yeah, but it was like two words. So okay. Yeah. Okay. The last victim she made into soaps and tea cakes. Okay. See, that's what I was like. The name, her name sounds ominous and I don't trust it. And that's exactly what I was thinking. So. She passed it out to her neighbors. <gasps> and the tea cakes were very sweet. <laughs> No. Shut up. Yeah. And the only so the last victim, Virginia, who she made, she only made one of the victims into soaps and tea cakes, and that was Virginia. So the okay. last Virginia. I don't care how many people that she <laughs> made others cannibalize. That's not okay. So, I mean, obviously it's not okay, but yeah. Um so the last victim, so Virginia's sister in law got sus and was like, yo, like where the fuck is my sister. Sorry, I just burped. Okay. Well, sister in law and she was like, Where's my sister? So, great. She said that the last place she knew she was was Leonardo's house. So, she told the police this and she was like, Yo, like, please go investigate. Right. And as soon as the police got there, she confessed. Leonardo did. Wow. That wasn't too hard to make her do that. Yep. She just confessed. And then. Uh... Okay, I kind of wrote my notes a little backwards, so there we go. Now we're going back to the front. So, okay. oh yeah, cow stick. So I knew I wrote it down. Cow stick soda. I don't know what that is, but it's chemical. I don't either. Yeah, and uh, she was arrested and sentenced to thirty years. Um, she was diagnosed with mania, and I want to say that that's probably bullshit because they used to diagnose women who cried all the time with mania. So like, you know, yeah. I was like, <laughs> they used to diagnose women who had like postpartum with mania. So. Like, that was just a very broad definition for lack of research, so. Yeah. (laughs) They, um, she spent time in an asylum because she had mania, and, yeah, and then she died in 1970 from something in her body. She wasn't, like, executed or anything. Oh, okay, so natural causes. Yeah, but, yeah, she was arrested, sentenced to 30 years, and then died October 15th of 1970. It's kind of crazy to think that like somebody who did that was alive at like the same time as like our grandparents, you know. Like in the seventies, like my timeline is way off because I swear, like I'm looking, I saw this thing on TikTok where it's like these famous artists didn't die until like the eighties, and I'm like, what? Like, Rose Parks didn't die until like recently, and I was like, what? you're like excuse me (laughs) I know and then it just like brings you to remember that like segregation like was not that long ago and like Jim Crow laws and like all that like people who knew those things can still be alive today so it's like you know yeah I know and then everyone's like oh what are you talking about that's not a thing anymore and I'm like guys it's not like it was that long ago yeah if people who knew them can still be alive Like they could have taught their kids, like, you know, like, yeah, exactly. They could, you know, and keep teaching the hate, yeah, exactly. Yeah, so your turn is this, okay? So I did the one, the only Andrea Yates. Never Um, heard of this, what? Never heard of this one. You've never heard of liberty. I, I know, I'm terrible, okay. So Andrea Yates was born Andrea Kennedy on July 2nd of 1964 in Houston, Texas. Mm -hmm. Um, She was the youngest of five children, born to Jetta Kohler, who was a German immigrant, and Andrew Kennedy. Um, She was raised Catholic because of fucking course, her mom was German and her dad was Irish. So like. Who wasn't Catholic is my question. (laughs) I was Catholic, like, I don't know right I think it probably just because our family was Catholic and so we're just kind of surrounded by it <laughs> um, okay so she graduated high school in 1982 as valedictorian captain of the swim team and an officer in her national honor society chapter so she was you know doing big things yeah um Yates graduated from the University of Texas School of Nursing and worked as an RN from 1986 to 1994. That's a really good nursing program. Well, yeah. Yeah. He was a really good nurse until everything started to go downhill. (laughs) (laughs) So in the summer of 1989, she met Russell Yates and two months into her, this was two months into her junior year of college. Um, They moved in together shortly after, and they were married on April 13th of 1993. (sighs) Giving it the good old Catholic try, um, they said they would have as many babies as the Lord would allow. What? said, oh, Lord in heaven. Yeah, well, that's what they were saying, too. In February of 1994, their first son, Noah, was born. Um, shortly after Noah was born Rusty Russell her husband accepted a job in Florida and they moved from their four-bedroom home in Austin or Houston Texas to a trailer in Florida which who wants to move to Florida who wants to move to Florida yeah I know that's a great question I have a lot of questions um by the time that their third child paul was born they moved back to houston and purchased a motor home Mm -hmm. after their fourth son luke was born andrea became depressed um so this next part is going to kind of talk about her deteriorating mental health um so the media claimed that her condition was influenced by the extremist sermons of Michael Peter uh, Warren Neckie, um, who was the preacher who sold them their like motorhome bus thing. Yeah. I kind of feel like that it was probably just severe postpartum and regular depression and, you know, she was struggling and not getting the help she needed, but whatever. Right. Um, on June 6th, let's stop saying that women can be so easily influenced by men, but whatever. Um, on June 16th, 1999, Rusty found Andrea shaking and chewing on her fingers. She attempted suicide the next day. Andrea was then admitted to the hospital and prescribed antidepressants. Um, after her release, she begged Rusty to let her die. So clearly the antidepressants were not working, And she was holding a knife to her neck. She was then again hospitalized. After Andrea was released the second time, they moved out of their motorhome into a house for her health, um, which seemed to help a lot. Which also, if I had to live in a motorhome with four boys, I would also probably lose it. But attempt as well, but. Who knows? Um, Unfortunately, in July of 1999, Andrea had a nervous breakdown, leading to her attempting suicide twice and being hospitalized twice. Yeah. She was then diagnosed with postpartum psychosis. And Andrea's psychiatrist advised that they should not have any other children, as it would guarantee future psychotic depression. Like a psychiatrist literally said, she will have a psychotic break again if you do Uh, yeah if you have another kid if you do not listen to me this will happen again seven weeks after andrew's discharge and diagnosis from the hospital they conceived their fifth and final child less than two months after leaving the hospital like just like pull out like can you not just pull out like i don't think god's against the pull out (laughs) like right and and really you're told that if you have another child life's gonna go crazy like she's already bad and it's just gonna get like she's literally been told that it's gonna get worse if she has another kid I don't know doesn't make sense whatever Andrea gave birth to their daughter Mary on November 30th of that year (sighs) she seemed to be doing well until Uh, Andrea seemed to be doing well until her father died on March 12th of 2001. Oh, no. Yeah. Andrea then stopped taking her medication, self-harmed, read the Bible feverishly, and stopped feeding Mary. She was so incapacitated that she required immediate hospitalization. So, like, there's a very obvious path that this is going down and nobody's, like, paying attention. Yeah, and nobody's actually, like, doctors seem to be paying attention, but nobody's listening to the doctors. Yeah. Which is, like, their whole job, so I don't know. Literally, like, don't go to the doctor if you're just going to not listen. Right. So, after being released from the hospital on May 3rd of 2001, Andrea devolved into near into a near katonic state and drew um, a bath in the middle of the day. She admitted to police that she had planned to drown her children that day, but decided against doing it that day. The next day, Andrea was hospitalized. Upon examination, her psychiatrist determined she was probably suicidal and had filled the tub to drown herself, even though she legitimately told police that, Mm -hmm. yeah. So Andrea continued to be treated by this psychiatrist and on June 20th, 2001, Rusty left Andrea alone with the kids to go to work. This was against Dr. Saeed's advice. Uh, This was the psychiatrist that Andrea was seeing, Dr. Saeed, who believed Andrea should be monitored around the clock. He was like, she cannot be left alone with these kids. She has to have supervision at all times. She's going to hurt him yes so rusty's mother was supposed to come over about an hour later to take over for andrea so rusty was like i'm gonna go to work and andrea is just gonna have one hour with the kids by herself right unfortunately within that hour andrea drowned all five children oh god yeah oh Oh, that's terrible yeah So she began with the youngest boys, who she laid on the bed after drowning them. She then moved on to Mary, who she left floating in the tub. When her eldest son, Noah, came into the bathroom and asked what was wrong with Mary, he tried to run. But Andrea soon caught up with Noah and drowned him, leaving him floating in the tub and laid Mary in her brother's arms. That's fucking terrible. Yeah. After what way to ruin the day (laughs) starting off the morning with a solid story (laughs) after the murders that's why i can't believe you didn't know about andrea yates never heard about this it also wasn't that long ago it was only like 20 years ago only 20 years ago it's not like i was alive. you were born shortly after i mean like a few years Years, years, yeah, that's not that long ago. You're old. <laughs> I'm gonna try somewhere. Um. Anyway, so after the murders, Andrea called the police, and then Rusty. She kept telling Rusty it's time, which I don't know what that means. It's unclear if Rusty knew what that meant. It Means it's time, man. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, what? Oh. She's talking to someone. Sorry, it was Doug. Oh, hi, Dad. Interrupting the podcast. <laughs> the disrespect. The disrespect. Okay, um, so Andrea confessed to the murders and told Dr. Michael Wiener. I I wasn't going to include the doctor's name, but his name is Wiener, and so I had to. Michael <laughs> This This story needed some comedy to it, so I had to include it is terrible yeah um andrea confessed to the murders and told dr michael Weiner that she had waited for rusty to leave before filling the tub so he wouldn't stop her so like oh. she knew that if she started filling the tub when rusty was home that he would have stopped her yeah well, of course i mean anyone would have stopped her well i mean yeah but like the fact that i don't know anyway because it's like just filling a tub like you know it seems so innocent but Right. With her background, like, yeah. Would have been a little sus. Yeah. Okay, so um, she had also locked up the family dog. Normally, the dog was able to, like, run free, um, and it's been speculated and probably the case that she locked up the dog to keep him from interfering with the murders. Right. So this was, like, pretty, you know, thought out. And... Yeah. So... While Andrea's doctors said she was psychotic, Texas law required the defense to prove that the defendant didn't know right from wrong at the time of the crime. Yeah. And in March of 2002, the jury rejected the insanity defense, but also refused the death penalty. So they were, uh, so they sentenced her to life in prison with the eligi- eligibility for parole in 40 years. <sighs> so on january, <laughs> what'd you say i said i don't know if that's a good idea <laughs> oh, i know right um but on january 6th of 2005 the texas court of appeals reversed the conviction because a psychiatrist for the prosecution admitted to giving materially false testimony in the prior trial yeah what the fuck I know what she did is fucking disgusting and inexcusable on every level, but at the same time she wasn't I don't think I genuinely don't think she knew what she was doing. Yeah. I well, mean, I think I know I think she knew what she was doing, but we'll get to that a little later right. too. But she I know she planned it and she knew what she was doing, but I think that they should have listened to the fucking doctors more and their kids would still be alive if they hadn't. Oh, absolutely. But also, where have we seen the theme of Americans not wanting to listen to doctors? Cough, cough. Right now. From the virus. <laughs> I know everyone will get every other vaccine given to them, but this one is different. I know. I'm like, also, you know, y'all have needed vaccination records to get into school for years, right? Like, what the, fuck's the difference now? Nothing. Legitimately nothing. Okay, anyway. Whatever. moving on um so the psychiatrist the doctor that they had like hired for the prosecution claimed that he had seen a law and order sp or like law and order episode where a woman had drowned her kids and used um the psychotic quote-unquote um defense and then she got away with it and he didn't want that to happen so he lied But upon further investigation, no such episode existed, and he was just making it up. I hate men. Yeah. Like, what she did is fucking terrible, but that doesn't mean you get to lie on a stand. That's a crime. Yes, it is a crime. Yes. So... Yeah, that happened. A new trial was obviously necessary because of his false testimony and um, because his false testimony could have influenced the jury and likely did influence the jury. Um, On January 9th of 2006, Yates again pled not guilty by reason of insanity. And on February 1st of 2006, she was released on bail on the condition that she seek treatment at a mental health facility. She should. yes on july 26th of 2006 after three days of deliberations yates was found not guilty by reason of insanity but was committed to a mental hospital while in prison andrea had said that she had been considering the murder for two years because her kids weren't righteous and they could never be saved um so it was a whole bunch of like religious shit that she like quote unquote, wasn't raising them properly and they could never be righteous and they could never like get out of this. So she had been planning this murder or considering this murder for two years, which is kind of what I was talking about. Like she knew what she was doing, but it also wasn't a mentally sane decision. Right. Yes. So like, yes, she deserves to be committed for the rest of her life, but also- she wasn't all there when she made that choice for her children um it later came out that rusty didn't want andrea to be dependent on himself and his mother to help watch the kids and that is and so he was like slowly easing her into watching them by herself um which is why she was left alone for that hour in the morning um this was completely against dr saeed her psychiatrist's advice um and Oh, of course. Because why would we listen to doctors? <laughs> why would we ever do that? I mean, we only went to school for eight years and then five, seven years of residency. And then, like. <laughs> yeah. And you know, like, your wife has legitimately tried to kill herself and your children before. So, but why would we listen to logic? Yeah. But yeah. So now she's in a mental health facility and will probably be there for the rest of her life. Good. Yeah fun one yeah oh my god dude <laughs> I can kill the vibe today <laughs> also i'd like to go back to you calling me old because you have talked about Ooh. murderers like john wayne gacy who were way before andrea yates and you knew who they were so thank you next <laughs> i'm just saying yeah but those are like andrea yates is a big one she uh, yeah. all five of her kids. I know, but I feel like the media has given me a slight implicit bias to only re- to remember famous men more than famous women. Yeah, even if they're famous murderers. Even if they're famous murderers. Like, I took this quiz in my women's study class, and I knew, remembered more of the men than I did the women. And I think that's because the media shows us more successful men than successful women. Oh, absolutely. So I think I have a slight implicit bias. I mean yeah i feel like everyone does my like an un like implicit like you know like the unconscious ones yeah yeah because i don't consciously like men trust me <laughs> i would never choose that consciously <laughs> i like, well, like plus, this was supposed them. to be our episode of shitting on um, women <laughs> and you brought it back to shitting on men <laughs> big yawn because what else are we here for? <laughs> did you just say big yawn to yourself like we do to Roscoe? <laughs> Maybe. Is it really a big yawn if you don't like tell it? Because <laughs> anyone is wondering, Roscoe is our family dog. And whenever he yawns or stretches, we go, oh big yawn, oh big stretch. And Liberty just did that to herself. Maybe I just wanted a little recognition. <laughs> <laughs> i was saying, I just want to be appreciated. <laughs> yeah, maybe I just want to be talked about. <laughs> We've literally been talking about ourselves for like the past hour. Sucks. <laughs> and our opinions on things. <laughs> Everyone loves to hear those. <laughs> uh, okay. Well, okay. now that we are finally back on track, folks, we will see you next Sunday for a listener story. So please yes. send us some stories in the comments on Instagram. We have our DMs open. You can even hit us up on Gmail, you know, old school style. Yes. If you like a long typed out email, go for it. Go for it's, it. Um, killer crime and sister time at gmail.com. Yeah. <laughs> to the point. <laughs> Pretty hard to forget exactly uh yeah and if you know us personally you can even just hit our personal dms too i mean either way works so you know if you don't know us personally you can always follow my personal instagram i won't be offended i always fuck with the followers (laughs) 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 Yeah. so hit us up tell us your stories and we'll talk about it next week yeah about some other crazy crimes going on in the world yeah and uh, follow us on Instagram and rate, review, subscribe on Apple Podcasts. And Spotify. And Spotify. Can you can you uh, rate and review on Spotify? I know you can subscribe, but. But I don't know, but we should just tell them anyway, so just in case. All right. Cool beans. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, yeah, thanks for listening, guys. We'll see you next week. We'll oh, see you next week. Oh, big young. all right bye